Hey everybody, it's Dennis O'Brien. I have been absent from this show called Let's Talk About It for two weeks or so. I think Susan has been carrying the ball by herself with her guests. But I'm back tonight with Matt Rupar and Susan Johnson. And uh, Let's Talk About It is on the air. And we're raring to go, right, Susan? Hey, Dennis, it's great to have you back. It's wonderful because you add so much to the show. And I know you've been out there doing busy, 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 doing Uh, all kinds of things. And you're going to fill us in on some stuff that you've been working on with respect to some of the town meetings we've had, which have been excellent. And we've had some great shows, lots of people showing up to the town meetings and voting for great improvements for our town. And I have to say, we have had some wonderful, wonderful, improvements and they're still ongoing i go over the bridge the frog bridge and i look at the the jilson square and i think isn't that beautiful and by the way dennis did you see what they did on public television rhode island public television yesterday last night wayne norman said it it it, it played all over the country yes our frog bridge was on the air and boy what a great thing we had a wonderful history with bev york we had uh also a wonderful information and science on frogs and uh all kinds of uh, biological issues with respect to the frogs from susan herrick who i had no idea had such a background on on frogs and uh having the history of the frog bridge uh presented so beautifully on public television was just great. I woke up. In fact, I had constituents sending me the PBS uh, YouTube uh, P- uh, part of that show. And I, I recommend everybody to go and check it out on PBS. And I asked my press, a- press aide to help me out and post it on my website and my Facebook page because uh, it's, it's a great, great thing to have that information, to have that history. It just goes to show you that Wyndham is, works. Wyndham's wonderful. Wyndham has great history. And Wyndham is moving forward. Forward. I heard it several times this morning. I watched it on Facebook. Uh, Susan Herrick's mom, Marianne Zader, sent it to me, and I watched it, and I gave her a thumbs up, and uh, I didn't have much time to do anything else because I was heading off to a doctor's appointment, but I'll tell you, really proud of Susan Herrick and Bev York. Uh, what a great job they did talking about the, uh, the Frog Bridge, the frogs, and the, the background information from Susan Herrick about... Uh, I guess she's a herpetologist. At least, right. at least she probably That's, does a lot of things. I'm sure she does more than just that. But that was a wonderful thing where she had the sounds of the different types of uh, where the bullfrogs get together and how they sound. And when they're uh, distressed, they do sound like they're uh, starting a war of some kind. Yeah, I mean, she had, she had a recording of uh, <laughs> a single bullfrog, and then she also had a recording of, uh, she created a recording of a, a whole bunch of bullfrogs would sound like if they were in distress, and it was uh, it was amazing. And uh, you know, Rhode Island Public Television is to be con- commended too for finding the story, for finding the right people to do the story. And um, you know, once again, I'm really proud of Wyndham, proud of Susan Herrick, proud of Bev York, and proud of the late David Phillips for um, you know uh, <laughs> making that happen. I mean, he had more to do it than anybody else with his book, Legendary Connecticut and his advocacy for those frogs on that bridge. And I, 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 it's just so great. This is such a great town. It is a great town, and I did mention that when I sent the uh, PBS uh, video over to our uh, children and grandchildren. I uh, did mention uh, David Phillips' uh, 
uh, for his legendary Connecticut book and how he promoted the idea of putting frogs on the spools uh, so that, you know, we would really have a, a great uh, a great chance to teach the kids about what's going on and give a little more history. Well, I heard Wayne Norman as I was heading out to my doctor's appointment. He played the whole thing on the radio. Yes, I heard it. And uh, he also he followed that up with a song by Sally Rogers, who used to be the Connecticut uh, troubadour, along with our friend uh, Hugh Blumenfeld, who was the first Connecticut troubadour who lives in Andover now. But Sally Rogers is from Pomfret, and she's a, she was a Connecticut troubadour for a while, and she wrote a song about the frogs. And, you know, that song that goes, uh, you know, Something, you know, she says something, people are saying something good about it, and then some people are saying, a waste of our time, a waste of our time. <laughs> and you know what, as, as somebody who's been involved in, uh, in local politics now for so long uh, in this town, or in any town, it's, it's true of any town, there's always, uh, there's always the loyal opposition. It, it, you, know, it's, it's, it, you know, and people think politics and government is easy. It is not easy. It's not easy to get things done. And uh, you know what? In Wyndham, it's getting easier and easier all the time because more people are getting on board with the, uh, with the program that the uh, town uh, administration and town council, board of education, uh, people are really on board and they really appreciate it. And I looked at the uh, house sales this week. I always look at the sales to see mm -hmm. what the, you know, how, how they, the, price, the values have gone way up. And, it's, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing what people are getting. Uh, when they sell their homes in in in, in Wyndham, and that's a, that's a that's a sign that Wyndham is attractive, because that, is, that that's why people are willing to pay more, and it's attractive in so many ways. It is attractive, and it's 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 uh, this is just another thing that you know makes us unique because we have uh, we have the garden on the bridge, we have the frog bridge, we have uh, the Whitewater Park. Uh, we're taking advantage of the fact that we have three rivers running through uh, Willimantic and uh, that we have uh, all these opportunities for great recreational opportunities and beauty, uh, you know, creating beauty uh, for our downtown area. So it's really going to, and it is becoming a wonderful place to, uh, to do all kinds of things, to have a business, uh, to go out to eat at night to go to a play at the Burton Levitt Theater. And uh, I guess they're going to have a great uh, great play coming up shortly. Uh, this weekend, I think. it's. Uh, yeah, the Theater Guild is doing Young mm -hmm. Frankenstein. Yes. And it's, uh, Frankenstein, as, uh, uh -huh. as Mel Brooks said. And, <laughs> and, well, Mel Brooks had them say that in the movie. It probably is in the play as well, but they're doing it uh, tonight, and I think it runs through next weekend. Yes, that's a wonderful thing, and it's uh, something that we got to actually promote because it's great to have people come downtown, have some, have a bite to eat, and run off to the Burton Levitt Theater to see this this great uh, theater, uh, this great play at our theater, and uh, having a great community theater like the Burton Levitt Theater is is just fabulous. And we need to also get back and have some of the people who put these things together on. Uh, let's talk about it, so that we can. Uh, you know, do this, but we've had some wonderful guests in the last month, and uh, and uh, we I know we'll have some more wonderful guests coming up in a few short moments. But in any way, any event. <laughs> well, I, you know, anyway, I just wanted to say I was talking about the uh, the controversy over the frogs. Yes, that please. Happened yes. That some, you know, most never people, forget it. Never most people it. were behind it and were supportive, but right. there were uh, there were people who were opposed, and there's almost always people opposed. But you know what? Earlier this week. We had a town meeting 
four uh, spending projects on the agenda, town meeting uh, for bonding, and they all passed unanimously. And, uh, you know, some great projects, and, and one of them was one that's near and dear to you and me, and that is the uh, renovation of the third floor on the town hall, which used to be the Wyndham County Superior Court. Absolutely. That's something that I've wanted to do since I, I actually worked on trying to do it when I first became the state rep. And, uh, you know, now it's wonderful to see. It does take time to get everybody on the same page, but that's happening now. And uh, having everybody there, they were upstairs. Many of the people who came to vote went upstairs to look at the third floor and see what we have there. And everybody was impressed when they were up there. It's a very impressive uh, third floor. And the town hall can use the room. Uh, so, it's going to be a fabulous uh, renovation, and I'm very excited to see uh, that come to fruition. Well, uh, when I was in the probate court as the judge for 12 years, I used to go up there a lot and dream, <laughs> and, and dream that we would someday renovate that beautiful uh, set of rooms. Uh, you know, and it used to be the Board of Aldermen, when they had an alderman in the city of, Will of Willimantic, former city of Willimantic, they used to meet up there. They had a meeting room. But more important, they had these courtrooms up there and, and, and offices for the prosecutors and, and the public defenders. And um, But the courtrooms are gorgeous. The windows are, like, huge. And the uh, woodwork is uh, amazing. It has enormous potential to be turned into, um, you know, uh, the local regional probate court. This is what I was, was hoping for. Uh, years ago, even as I left the court, I, I you know, I'm still excited about it. I, uh, Judge McGrath is excited about it, and he was just appointed. Um, oh, around July 1st, he was appointed to be the um, the administrative judge of the area children's court, children's probate court, which covers all of Wyndham County and half of Tallinn County. Uh, I was the first to hold that position years ago. Now, John is in that position now, and John McGrath, Judge McGrath. And um, my, my goal was to have the regional uh, children's probate court located on that third floor in the former Wyndham County Superior Court. That was the place where the major cases in the whole county were tried, criminal and civil. And that, that, ha that was before um, we moved to town. It was... It was oh, a, yeah. Uh, when I got here and I, and I started working with legal services, the, the, the circuit court was downstairs. That was still there for a year or two uh, or three maybe after uh, we got here in 1974. But uh, the uh, superior court, the, the upper division court upstairs uh, had been uh, closed because they built a new courthouse on Valley Street and more important, a new courthouse in Putnam. Yes. That was the main court. The, the, oh, so, Danielson. So, the, so the main seat of the court was moved from Wyndham to Putnam. But they also then built uh, the Danielson court subsequently. That was much later. That, yeah, the, the, yeah that, that's yeah, right. That, that was in the 90s, I believe. Um, I think um, I remember going out there uh, when um, I think it was uh, it was then Attorney General Blumenthal, I think, before yeah. he became the senator. He came out and uh, we had an event opening that. Danielson Court. I mean, the, yeah, the Danielson Courthouse were the uh, some of the housing and criminal work was done. I was, I was, I was, was privileged done. to speak at that yeah, uh, yeah, event, and there was yeah, a huge crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I think uh, Tom White was just uh, elected sheriff, yep. county sheriff at that time, and uh, that was a wonderful event. I mean, the place was 
jam-packed with people. Yeah, no, and, it was and, great. Uh, anyway, this uh, this project is a great project. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think when um, it originally came up, when you and I tried to get it going, I think the... Uh, the <laughs> The, the, we were told that it was going to cost $10 million. And, you know, you could spend $10 million up there, no question. But, but, they're, but they're, they're going to spend $3.5 million mm -hmm. and do the basics right. and do the basic rehab. You're going to, you, you know, people are going to be really pleased with it when they see it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's pleasing enough in its condition now where it hasn't been used for over 50 years. Right, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. And it, and it, and it has, you know, if, to, if anything... If any building has potential, mm -hmm. or any 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 uh, real estate structure has potential, it's the third floor of the town hall. Mm -hmm. and, it's interesting. And, and I'm so excited about it. I am too. It's interesting too because uh, past renovations of the town hall. I remember when I was on the council, and uh, we were we had we even needed a roof. I mean, that's how basic the uh, the work was. It had to be done. There was a lot of things over the last 30 years that. Uh, we have had to do whether it was uh, renovating the roof or making sure that the second floor was actually renovated. And I remember uh, when that occurred, it was when uh, uh, Bruce Bellingham actually put it together to bring the neighborhood Victorian Neighborhood Association to the uh, second floor. And they were working hard to do a, the first snowball to raise money for the Victorian Neighborhood Association. Andrew Gibson. And Andrew Gibson. He was and it was, that. oh, it was his, his yeah. Creation. Well, I mean, actually, I the snowball was the snowball, yes. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but we did it because we we found out that we could utilize our museum uh, for a visitor center, and so when the chamber closed, our weekend visitor center was the museum, and that was actually my idea. That was. The, the, <laughs> you're talking about the, the thread museum. Yes. Yeah. Right. That was back in the late late 1990s, early 2000s. That's but, that's uh, right. Yeah. So that was fantastic, and yeah. uh, you know, um, so many great things have happened. I mean, I know I left uh, I left the probate court in um, oh 20 beginning of 2011 was my last uh, my last uh, stint as a judge of probate. Yeah. But um, I can tell you now, I, I spent you know 12 years working in that town hall, and when I walked the halls of that town hall, that town hall looks so much better now than it was when, when I was there, and it has nothing to do it has nothing to do with my with my uh, not being there. I didn't. It was it wasn't it wasn't the fact that I wasn't there anymore that it looks better, but it looks so much better. That's because of uh, people like the gentleman who just came in and joined us. Our mayor. Our mayor, Tom DeVivo. Welcome, Tom. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, really thank you. Uh, I was in, just in Stop and Shop, and I wasn't watching the clock, but uh, it's a busy store in there. <laughs> it's a good so, thing. We love that. <laughs> but it was very busy in there, and uh, we had the Rotary Golf Tournament today, so that was really good. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So that's great. It's great. Raising things. money for the Rotary to help do their charity work. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, uh, and you're talking about Town Hall. What a great opportunity to talk about the building and all the good things will happen when we get that third floor the plans we had available for people to view were done in 1998 25 years yeah that was when i started in the probate court 1998 yeah. i was elected in 98 i started in that was january like 99 third grade 98 yeah uh yeah yeah <laughs> so but it was a baby He's a baby, but yeah. you know it's Matt, it's Matt a, Rupar. That is, we're talking about Matt Rupar. Matt Rupar, our but producer. He's there smiling. 
And uh, he's really pleased to see Tom DeVivo as we are. As I am. I'm pleased very, to be here, too. Very and I'm sorry about the phone ringing. I had it in my pocket. And no worries. It was no going worries. To be We're, glad you're here. We're just but, glad to have uh, you here, it's, buddy. It's, it's great to us to be here once again with you, with you two famous people. And there's so much happening in town. But with Town Hall being fixed up, it's going to expand. I mean, we've been paying to heat that place for 30 years and not using it. So we might as well use it and make it a better place and... Uh, for the community to be able to utilize and have meetings at. There'll be three meeting spaces. And uh, I don't think we've settled on what we're going to do with the the balcony area that used uh -huh. to be for the big ballroom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, because, yeah that was uh, great. Yeah. Well, it'll be a balcony. That's right. It'll well, be, well, but, do we make, but we take the seats out and make it a level floor and oh, have a room oh, in there. You well, have a room. You know, it's, I mean, you know, because it's You're not, being more creative than I am. So yeah, I, 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 well, I just think of it as a balcony. But I... You know, my, my, my goal has always been to have the uh, the probate court up there, and that would be uh, that would be good. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's I could my picture goal. you standing in that big courtroom with a jury and everything. Like, no, Joe no, Bryan. No, 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 do you have a gavel? Because no. I have a little tiny one. You know, I have <laughs> haven't my, seen it. I'm not the gaveling type, you know. No, I, was, I wouldn't think so. No, no, no. And in fact, I would. When you walk in, does everyone have to stand up when you walk in? No, not, okay. not for me. I've seen that on. I was a uh, I was a people's judge. I was I was somebody who, uh, you know, if somebody got out of line, believe me, I would let them know, and that didn't happen too often. That hasn't but changed. Did, but it did happen. <laughs> well, let me say that about the probate court, because the probate court is it's pretty a, much set up for for the the per, the non lawyer in so many uh, ways. It's set up to make it more fr user friendly for uh, people to go and use and be part of the whatever process they need to go through. On the other hand, if you have complicated uh, legal issues, you really should probably have a lawyer. But uh, most of the time, it's set up in kind of like an administrative. Right, but if you court. if you had something before the probate court and you could afford a, an attorney, you could right. bring one, right? You, Listen, you I, I, I have an attorney. I did a, I, of I, course, yeah. I did a lot of when I was judge uh, here. I did a lot of uh, traveling around and doing uh, cases in other courts. For example, in Plainfield, I can remember doing a few cases in Plainfield. If the judge, if the judge of uh, in Plainfield had a conflict of interest. And couldn't participate. They would, you know, send a visiting judge up there, and I would like to. I visited, and I visited Colchester once. I walked in the courtroom. There were six lawyers in the courtroom. I said, "Oh my God, I've never <laughs> seen more than two. And I said, "This case must involve a lot of money. And of course, it did. And and oh. uh, I had the, I had the situation where I, I asked the lawyers. I said, "All right, somebody, one of you lawyers, want to tell me, bring me up to speed. I'm not familiar with this case. Tell me what it's all about." They all looked at each other, and it was like, you know, my, you know, like it's at their hands over their mouths. Crickets, their crickets, ears, and crickets. I said, well, okay, guys, if you're not going to tell me, I said, I'll figure it out for myself. And uh, But, you know, it would be a lot easier if you tell me, but not a one of them spoke up. Anyway, I'll... I'll that's, no, that stuff I'm sure happens. That's a great story. No! I've, I have, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I've been executor for five or six different estates for people who have passed, and... Yeah. The, the probate judge always helps you through it. So you don't always, oh. always need a lawyer if you can't afford it. You That's, right. An That's right. It's, it's, it's a user-friendly court. It's very it's it's all and it's thank easy. You. Yeah. And if you tell the truth to the judge and you're honest, nothing, nothing bad happens. But, you know, not only is probate judge run out of town hall, there's so much that happens with the building. And, uh, you know, we are working towards a new IT platform with a new IT director who will be starting full-time soon. And... That's exciting because we need to upgrade our website. You know, we'll never be perfect, 
but I'm hopeful we can create a position of a social media expert that can keep it updated. Uh, we'll probably have a, a Facebook page that won't be live. It won't be multi-user. You won't be able to come in and and vomit all over the town staff and all over no. the town, <laughs> which happens on Facebook. I'm sorry, people no. know what I'm talking you got about. The trolls, the trolls, and the trolls. So, yeah, the but trolls. you'll just. But we're going to use it for a platform to feed information. And um, correct. Correct. We're going to try and uh, uh, update the sign. That was the newest thing at our town. The big sign. Planning, oh, the electronic sign. Electronic sign. Yep. The planning zoning said no more than no less than 30 seconds, and. Uh, Oh, they want they don't want people. They're they're looking out for safety. Right, but we could probably get away with twenty. That's a great so, safe. That's a safe know. spot there with those with the, the four way stuff. But we want to follow those. That procedure will be on the two new ones. We have two new ones coming in. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. Know, that's under the uh, the ARPA. ARPA. Yeah. The ARPA money and you know ARPA. I don't want. I want to stick with the signs, but we are going to try and get that down to 20 seconds. So we'll have to send a, the town council will send a, a note, I guess, to planning and zoning, and then they change the rules because we follow the rules that planning and zoning has instructed us of for that. Course. Well, they yeah. have. They have. Very, they have, very good. They have jurisdiction over signs. And well, the other, well, they just want to ask you a question. Sake. Where will the other two signs go? Someplace else. No, I someplace think. else. That's a good answer. <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's All right. So you had uh, I was told one's going to go near right. Park Springs okay. at the Mansfield Wyndham Line there. Okay. And the other one, uh, I was told somewhere near Blondie's, uh, but I'm not so sure mm -hmm. how they're getting power to that one. So mm -hmm. that's subject to use. Well, you want it where there's we a lot of electricity. Where there's a lot of traffic. And a lot uh, of traffic. But it's got to be in a place that's relatively safe. Because you don't want people rubbernecking and driving 50 miles an hour. No. And that's not good to well, watch, just look at the But they'll sign. be coming off the exit from, yeah. from Route 6. And, well, well, but you, you have know, to have electricity. So the I, traffic wanna, engineers yeah. will figure it out. Well, you want to have a traffic light probably right. like you have where the bridge is. So yeah, traffic so, light right. would be a good that, spot. Yeah. Right. But we know we have power down by Park Springs and yes. the end of Memorial Drive. So there's power there. And there's, mm -hmm. there's Lauder Park. There's some stoplights So there's Lauder Park. And there's some... That's mm -hmm. a good site. And the mm -hmm. other site, I where I was told I went out there, I'm always a person that looks at the full picture. You know, where, how do you get electricity? And, yeah. and maybe we'll put no, solar. No, that's, and that's very practical, yes. Maybe good. I want to be practical You're about it. You're a practical it. maritime. You know, I, I want to be practical, yeah. but I don't want to spend a lot of money on electricity. But perhaps we could do it on solar. I don't know about well, that. Well, probably could. I think that's a great idea. That oh, sounds yeah. good, yeah. I like I that. saw a solar golf cart today. so Very nice. That's great. I want solar uh, chargers for our phones, please. No wonder you're all tanned <laughs> up. You've been out on the course. All, you can, it wasn't real sunny today, you can but do you a, the sun. Yes. Anyway, we're, we're told by Matt Rupar that it's time for us to stop talking, and let's hear from our sponsors. And we have some great sponsors, and especially want to point out the Gates Group, uh, Columbia oh, Ford. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the uh, HGMC, HGMC and, uh, you know, they're they just they just been they've kept us on the air all these years. And I know the people out there that are listening are happy for it. Mm -hmm. I know I'm happy for it. Susan's happy for it. Mm -hmm. And of course, Matt Rupar is happy for it. Tom DeVivo. I'm We're all happy to here. do this and try to be another way to get information out to the community. Right. Thank you. We'll be right back. My wife doesn't know where I am. Uh, if you will in a minute. It'll work. It'll work. That'll, that'll work for a while. On the radio. I had something else I wanted turn to say. Turn the radio. Tell you, you, said the radio. <laughs> you said something I wanted to respond to. It was pretty important, too. It was about, before you started going into science, 
Ah, uh, forget it. I'll, it'll, it'll, it'll but it had to do with the, the, the meeting, probably. Well, yeah. no, we started, yeah, we started talking about, the, the, we talked about the meeting. We talked about how in the old days, well, the old days <laughs> not so long ago, everything was a battle, trying to get something passed and stuff like that. Yes, but, but now, because we've been so successful with our all our projects, the uh, you know, and I, I have to say, I'm, I'm proud of my role in it, and I was there for six years on the town council. You, of course, were the mayor for part of that time, good part of that time, along with Victor Funderburg and a lot of great other council members. We, we all did it together, and, uh, we, and the public supported us, and we, you know, we got the new stage done. Dave, David Foster, of course, played a huge role in that. We got the uh, parking garage. We got the uh, the uh, community center, and now the high school renovation. And the high school renovation. And the, and people are starting to say, well, this you know, when they're, especially when their their home values are going up, 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 up. Uh, this it works. is. I you know, but one of the things work, I think yes. that helps with the thing is use of social media. We had some of it on Facebook with Stephanie helping us. Oh, Gar yeah. Stephanie Garnett? No. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. What yeah. Stephanie Garnett, she's, yeah. she's doing great. They get on social media and they get yeah. a lot of people who are interested and involved to come to meetings. And, you know, we're a young community. A lot of young people are starting to be involved. That's the greatest thing. I mean, I know that uh, yeah. that Stephanie you and I are... Mature. I contacted a lot of we people. Have a very young, we have a young lady next to us. Yeah. It's Stephanie Grenet. Grenet, yeah. yeah. I contacted a lot of people. Because Stephanie's been great, but you know, you and I are a little older. Maybe they we have this young lady to me, next but... to us, but there's all the young people that were there. I mean, did you know so many young people? There was a lot of people. There were a lot of young people. 30-somethings pe in, yeah, the, were, in yeah, the meeting. Yeah, there I were. Was, the other thing I loved about it is people, people were they were touring the third floor. Yes. They got that tour, and I thought that was a great idea so people could get, go up and see what's really up there. And it most was. people had, they, oh, I know Joe Pliss. He was very excited about going oh, Joe up. Joe Pliss is always uh, interested. Uh, very, uh, interesting. And the Chronicle was yes, up there, too. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. And Michelle, yeah. yeah. Michelle went up. Yeah. Michelle did a nice yeah. article in the paper. Yes, yeah. excellent. Covered a lot of details that uh, came up that were already in, in place because uh, some of this stuff was passed in the budget. And it's just it's just that we had a, a vote to uh, use the bonding mechanism to fund it, right? Correct. For some of this stuff. Well, all of it. It's all being bonded, yeah, but some of it was right in the budget. Right. Not, not everything was in the budget. Oh, correct. I think there were two items in the budget. Two items capital, in the budget. The capital budgets for well, the I Board of Ed and for the town. And I guess that the the money, though, even though we don't vote on it, the money, there is a budget that you can go and see and go to the Water Commission and question and talk about if you were so in, inclined. Yeah. That was in their budget, under cap. Yeah. That was in their budget, but who's inclined to look at it? But so it it, theoretically, it is approved. Having They're, it in the budget and funding it is two different things. Correct. It's well, it's, it's a capital improvement. It, oh. And it's being the other half. The reason we're paying for half the water meters is they got a grant for half, so that you know you wouldn't do half the project; you wouldn't do the whole thing. Yeah, that's yep. good. So that 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 was. It's I, all good. I mean, I was doing... well prepared for it, but it, it, but it seemed to work out quite well. I was well prepared for many questions. Well, water waterworks is really you know important, yeah. and it's important to get that <coughs> that meter work done. Upgrade and meters. You want to have meters yes, that people can yeah. trust and are reliable and accurate, yes. so that there's no. You know, you want you don't want to question and someone say, you know, I really didn't use that much water because it is, it isn't. If you've done well in math and you maybe had Mr. Kenton for a math professor, you, you get you through <laughs> it. But you buy water by the cubic foot, and yet you really measure it by gallons. So yeah, it comes and you meet the water meter measure, measures how many cubic feet, and yet you're thinking about how many gallons. 
Right. It's, it's great having him on the show. He knows some, that's <laughs> all, some of the stuff. That I don't know that stuff. All the details. All the details. I'm, no, I'm a politician. The reason I said that is that Mr. Kenton did show me how to do that. <laughs> a long oh, okay. time ago. There, there's oh, a math great. thing. Well, he's a, he's I know where the paper exactly. is at home. He's a neighbor. He's a neighbor. He's a neighbor. He showed me how to do it, and he also showed me how to figure out how He's an incredibly running. nice guy as well. He yes, is he's very an incredibly nice, nice guy, but I didn't know how to do it. community-oriented as well. One. Welcome back, everyone. This is Susan Johnson. I'm here with my co-host, Dennis O'Brien, and our very special guest this evening, Mayor Tom DeVivo. And we were just talking about all the wonderful things that we've done and moving forward, all the things we plan to do. And we we're just talking about the third floor of the town hall and getting that uh, renovated. And we had a wonderful turnout to get the vote out uh, for supporting the idea of renovating the third floor, which is going to be fabulous. It's historic. It's beautiful. It's got great features and we're going to be able to utilize it again so I'm very excited that we had such a great turnout and I have to thank the council for their amazing work on this uh, to bring this forward to everybody looking forward because I know it's all about the future right Tom it is all about the future and tomorrow and you know we, we can look it's great to try and it's you should know your past you don't recreate your mistakes but you're still going to make some mistakes you can't say well I know I know the past super really well and you, you know, I'm not going to make any mistakes, but you will make issues. And what one one comment I want to make about the third floor renovation is the clock. What really spurred me to get going is about two years ago, I was coming out of a meeting in the fire department out in front of town hall because the big dial was falling out of the building. Oh And no. I said, you know, Jim, we have to find a way to, to do this. And we had just started the high school project, and and then we had election cycles, and so. We had the opportunity. We we wanted to get get started on refixing the third floor, but the clock, the mechanism, is being dropped down to the third floor. So you will be able to go into the third floor by elevator, or by the stairway, and go to the third floor and see the clock and all the how it works. Because the clock, is, you know, it's just a matter of dropping down. Uh, there must be a name for a pendulum arm or something mm -hmm. like that. That. Mm -hmm. I think a pendulum that comes down and it's a much longer one and it'll just the clock you'll be able to see the big all the working the mechanism and to be in a plexiglass block box and so you can bring kids up to see how they, how things work and uh, so some of the features we're going to be doing up there are, will add to uh, meeting space and rooms that we need and hopefully the council can meet up there because we struggle in the ballroom. The ballroom is a good room to have a large meeting like we it's have. Beautiful room. But acoustically, yeah. it's, it's you know, I don't know how much, you know, you both of you know this, I never quit. I have tried so many different ways to fix the acoustics since I've been mayor, to putting in curtains, to putting in soundboards on the wall, to drop, add some stuff, items to the ceiling, just seeing how it worked with the fans, and we have ceiling fans. Turn them on, turn them off. How does it work? <laughs> and then you know that all takes time during a during a council meeting. We have just tried. We're meeting up on the stage. We did that last week, inside the ballroom. Uh, that worked well, but we had some technology problems with the hybrid. Uh, people could hear us, but I guess it was echoing. Uh, so yeah. I, you know, there's a, there is a way to fix that. Uh, I actually talked to Colin Rice here from WILA because he is a sound engineer. Yes. Uh -huh. And he said he would come up and see what he can do. Uh, but uh, so I, I don't know how that's going to pan out. But, you know, we got to just keep trying thing, new things and just keep mm -hmm. trying. We can't give up and saying we can't use this room because it doesn't work. 
Uh, you know, we'll that get room it. is great, and but I'm there's so no, but there's not a council member no. and any party says I haven't tried everything to make it as Functional. user user friendly. From I mean, remember I, I was elected first time I was mayor. I was just filling in for Victor, and then we went to COVID, and I became like a COVID mayor. You know, that was <laughs> challenging, and uh, so you know yeah. we're going to keep trying new things. We're never going to give up, and. Uh, there's always somebody smarter than me that knows how to, that will show me how to do something. Well, I know that when you keep trying, people will help, and uh, it's great that you keep trying. And uh, I remember when I first was elected uh, back in '89 to the council, right? And uh, it was called the Board of Selectmen then. And at that point in time, that room wasn't used at all. It was uh, full of junk, and it was uh, really kind of a mess. Boxes. And, uh, boxes <laughs> and the refrigerators. People and had uh, some of their, their keep their lunches in their refrigerators up there, and that was about it. But it was really uh, terrible. And we were just talking about this earlier before you walked in about how Bruce Bellingham uh, worked really hard to bring the Victorian Neighborhood yeah. Association in there to clean everything up and fix it over. And uh, here we are today. And uh, we had the snowball there, and uh, we hopefully will go back and have some snowballs uh, at some point in time in the future, but uh, couldn't do it with COVID. And I think everything's starting to come back a little at a time, but uh, this is ex an excellent thing to keep the uh, keep the town hall uh, and start to make it all functional from the third floor all the way to the bottom. Correct. And there's, you know, there's other buildings. That's why we take try and maintain our buildings. Yes. We do a little bit of work. That's what part of that money was for for the school buildings mm -hmm. absolutely the community knows there are plans for for new schools and developing our schools but if we don't maintain what we have uh it becomes a real challenge now not everything can be be maintained all at the same time we only have so much money and so many funds you have to kind of you know watch because i do take it personally as i know susan you, yeah, oh, you yes. do and, and dennis you do this is not our money it's our money i well, I'd run out of it. I'd spend so much, but it's uh, you know, it's definitely uh, the taxpayers' money. So we're very prudent and thoughtful, and uh, we try and keep it. That's why I, I work so hard to make our meetings so virtual and so hybrid. Am, am I perfect? Absolutely not. But I'm well, getting there. Let me just say something about the taxpayers' money because if we maintain things, it costs a lot less to keep oh. them going than if you just let it go into disrepair. Always, always, always. So if you look at the taxpayers' funds, that's the way to ma make sure people's money is preserved, is to, p to keep things up because once you let them go, they cost a lot more. You know, I can speak that clearly. We didn't the town chose not to, to let the high school roof go before the renovations. It was 10 years ago, let the high school, maybe 12, high school roof just keep continued to leak, and they weren't fixing it. It didn't pass. When we finally were able to pass it, we had to fix walls. Ceilings were rotted. Right. Floors had come apart. We had to retile the floors and then uh, polish floors down. Yep. So by letting that leak continue, where if we just got on it immediately we wouldn't have to do all the other work that's right that we had to do just to make it make it uh, a good place and you know i know that because when you have a leaky roof at your house you want to get it fixed as soon as possible because you don't want to have mold you don't want to have a rotten house you don't want to have these things happen so uh you know these are things that we should do with our with our government buildings as well well i mean i remember the old ad from some what was it from some uh auto repair joint uh, saying uh, you can pay me now or you can pay me later and if you pay me later it's going to cost a lot more and that is so true oh, and you, I, you you know you both especially are 
are very, very good at that. And I think uh, I think our town council is good at that. I can remember, for some reason or other, I remember I was not on the town council. I might have been the Democratic Party chairman, but uh, there was a uh, there was a uh, the the board of education wanted us to uh, pay for a new curtain for the um, stage at the at the high school, and it was debated and debated and debated and ultimately defeated. Defeated. And it was a relatively low amount of money compared to what we're spending today on well, necessary items. And and the challenge that I couldn't I remember that. I, I, was on, I remember that. I don't too. think so. I think we you we ended up the, getting it passed. You were on the board of selectmen. You probably were. On and the board then we were like, it. no, because you're correct. We did pass it, but what took by forever, saying though. no, the other one they were unable to have drama classes because it, it wasn't even fire retardant anymore. Right. So it was like it was dangerous. It was dangerous. It was like yeah. what's the matter? We have to, you know, you certainly want to put your children in danger, no. you know. And so, yet we were, we had to cancel drama. And Victor Funderburk, who, Mayor Funderburk, yes, became, uh, he was a drama teacher and he was, he, he was driving he was beside, he was beside himself that we couldn't, we were stuck with the curtain. But now the curtain has been repaired and it's, uh, speaking of Victor Funderburk, I, I don't think, know what uh, they did with I think him winning that election and becoming mayor was a, was a watershed. That was a that was a turnaround. That was a turning point in our in our history, and then uh, you followed up with him, and uh, you've carried the ball. And uh, the council has has come along. The council is uh, works together most of the time. You you know when you you have votes on things, usually it's uh, not close. Okay, because uh, well the time <laughs> no, you, you and uh, you and the uh, town manager set the agendas for the meetings and you take the lead on that stuff. So you're not bringing up stuff that's off the wall. It's all it's all stuff that's needed and that and it's reasonable and it's all you know. And Susan helps an awful lot. The capital obviously got a ninety five percent reimbursement rate for the high school. I mean that's amazing. And and I, every time I go by that hospital. I mean that that, that high hospital, the, the high, the high school. school. Every time I go by that high school, I'm, you know, I'm rubbernecking myself, and I can't, I can't help but look. I said, "Wow, look at that! It looks great already, just from the outside." And I can't wait to get in there and check it out. Me I either. know Randall Prose, who's a, yeah. uh, a, a really strong member of our council, as well as our doing a great job as our football coach and a teacher of, uh, I think he teaches political science or. Or teaches history or history. 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 Some uh, social science type stuff. I mean he's doing uh he's like delighted with the uh, with the re- with the results so far. And and I'm I'm I can't wait. You know, that is the that is the the jewel and the crown of all these things that we've done, including the uh, community center and the and the, the the best looking parking garage I ever saw downtown. <laughs> That's that's been a big success. You know, one thing about it, if if any listeners out there have any concerns, it is maintained by Public Works, it, impeccably. It's been they they use big leaf blowers and clean it out two three times a week. It's it's maintained. It's cleaned. Uh, there's been some graffiti, of course, that they've gotten right in there and cleaned it off. And you know, and so they do take care of it. And they're, they're, because if we maintain it from day one. But as we grow things, this is important to know, as we grow things at the parking garage, you have to maintain it. Uh, as we improve Rec Park and uh, Plains Park with all the pickleball courts, you know, we have new pickleball courts. Right. We put a, put a drain, and we have more events at Shabu Stage, which is wonderful. Uh, we, put a, we put a strain on our 
resources, and that we just need to keep that in mind that you know eventually we're going to have to grow that payroll. I'm glad you brought up the Shibu stage because our our, our uh, fearless leader here at the station, or one of them, he's no longer the top guy, but he's right up near the top, and that's Colin Rice. You mentioned him before. Of course. Uh, emailed us and asked us to ask questions about. Um, the noise at the stage uh, for certain performances about you know, the uh, sound equipment that's being used. I, I think it was also the automobiles that tend to have very loud, uh, you know, noise when they drive around. Automobiles. Uh, so, I mean, it's uh, it's not just the stage. We hear those things, I think, uh, all the time. Maybe when we have an event at the stage, there's uh, maybe a little bit, a little bit right. more because we have more people in town. But um, I think that that's uh, part of the problem is the uh, is the uh, fact that pe some people really blast the radio and it's uh, kind of like a little bit too much. And I did attend that car show. I got there around two o'clock. You know, it was it was loud. That's a, that was that. But we had one event that was really loud, but it had. It, it, I I can say this. It was the largest attended show oh. event we've ever had. Mm -hmm. There was probably eight thousand people there. Now, we well, learned, that's going to be loud here. But we learned some of the things. We can't have, they start at 10, 10 in the morning. When I heard it was a car show at 10 o'clock, it didn't give me much, okay, car show starts at 10 o'clock, right? I didn't think about it. I didn't think there'd be so, so many people and so much music. But there's church. So we have churches oh, right Sunday, there. Yeah. On a Sunday. Oh, it was yeah. a Sunday. Yeah. So if we're going to do one in the future now, we will consult with the churches nearby and try and have it maybe start at noon and then go to five o'clock if it's on a Sunday instead of ending at four, you know, don't yeah just make it longer at the end. That's uh, important, that's important. That was important. And we've also learned the churches have had some other challenges because I know Colin is very faithful in, in Loretta, but we have had performers on stage that come, come across on their microphones inside the church because they have wireless mics. Oh, and okay. our wireless, they wow. brought a wireless. So that's that, beyond me. Who would have known? Who would have known? Until it happens, you how do you know? Know? who would even think of those no, things? No, wouldn't thought but think that, of that you know, well, that must be, that's probably wow. part of the problem. So, so Dave Foster has worked on that, and he's come to, found a solution by working with Father Larry and or someone well, else great. at, at Corpus nice. Christi. So I'm sure he's, you know, so that doesn't happen anymore. We will find ways. Things are going to happen. <laughs> but to think we had a car show that was loud and it was our largest event, and we've had some very famous. We've had some really big events. Big events, and that I mean, it was, it was by far the biggest event, and we had five thousand people at our Latin Fest, and it, that's less than was at this car show. So wow, it, it just you know we're gonna. I wouldn't have known that having a car show would create noise. I mean, I think well, when I when I think of a car show, I think I'm looking at the different vehicles, the types of motors, how they run, how old they are, the transitions from one type of motor to another motor. Those are the things that I think of when I think well, of a car show. I don't think about a radio. Well, well, I don't even think about well, that the, these, weren't, these weren't necessarily antique cars. These were, well, I'm trying to think of a better word. No, they, they weren't. Mm -hmm. They were but you've gone to the trans even What's if they're a not. Better word? You I go say from a transition to the hybrid, then you go from that to the to the electric. I mean, you have all different types of motors. You have the the, the you've gone from the uh, eight cylinder, six cylinder, four cylinders, and to less than a four but cylinder. From, um, I mean, right. those are the kinds of things I think of when I think of a car show. All right, correct. <laughs> this is and and maybe there's a better 
word for it. And if you when I say these are were tricked out cars. There were Jeep there was a whole Ooh, Jeeps. there was like fifty Jeeps. Jeeps that were two thousand twenties and up. Wow. But some had giant tires and big giant snow guards and wow. big speakers and well, you should have gone to this. So they were all <laughs> but they were if I'm sure there's a different word Not for me. it. They're, I'm struggling here trying to think but they were tricked out. Uh-huh. They had yeah, Volkswagens yeah, yeah. here that had mm-hmm. You know, really high that, you know, the cars that jump up and down, you see. Wow. And, and the TV, they, I saw a couple of those. Uh-huh. So, you know, it, it's it, it's okay. It's just we didn't expect that. Yeah. That was the type of car show it was. Versus we're having one t- that soon for veterans. Now, that'll be what you're talking about. There'll be the eight cylinders. They'll come in. They'll put a six-cylinder engine in a old Nova or something. And yeah. But these cars yeah. were relative, many of them are relatively new Hondas. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all jacked up, big, giant speakers. And, was, and it was more like a festival. I will say, and I, and I can't really, because I saw it. Yeah. Some gentleman had speakers so loud you couldn't <gasps> stand next to it. Your face was moving, oh. and he's standing with two kids. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, who's, t- say, who's the, watching out for who the children? Who does little ones, yeah. Correct. Yeah. They all have hearing impairments. Let me just say something about that, because as someone who was, sits on the Education Committee, uh, our uh, former chairman of the Education, uh, Robert Sanchez, uh, Representative Sanchez from New Britain, as an early childhood educator, and every single time he sees somebody doing that to a little one, he goes and he taps them on the shoulder if they're available, and he says, don't do that to the, your children's ears, because you're going to make them deaf and you're going to make them so that they have hearing problems uh so to put the kids in that kind of a situation is a really really bad thing it's child abuse really you know, i don't even know if you, that man could have heard me if i walked that's how loud it was yeah no, i, would I have mean, had to get him well, it was yeah. just so loud but it, it's not relevant the important thing is that you're aware of it yeah uh, david's aware of it the town administration is aware of it and you're going to do something you're doing something we are, we're it. definitely taking action we're going to monitor it more closely and pay attention yeah Thank you, know, you for that. Appreciate it. It's like all great. these things happen, and uh, yeah, you have to respond. And, yeah, and it, these remember, things you don't expect. If you didn't have the car show, you would never know that something could get to happen. So. That's right. That's right. You're, you're yeah. not going to know that. Hey, we're running happens. down to our right. last minute, last so we want to have our mayor say the last few words. Last few words. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. But we have so much I going on in anything. town. I want you all to check out the website called Why Wyndham. Now this website is not for you, the listeners here. It's for the person that lives in Torrington and thinking about doing something in Wyndham when they bring their their child to college or live somewhere else, maybe another state. Ashford, Ash, not Ashford, but someone who's coming from far away who's never been here. So keep that in mind when you check out why Wyndham. And there is a spot where you can get on and make suggestions. Is it perfect? Of course not, but we're working on it. It's only been up one day. Is this on the, uh, the town website? i got to check it, that out. It's on Facebook. Uh-huh. It's a great thing. We were recently on with Scott Haney was here in town. Wonderful. He went to Bliss, Triago, right. and I Stone. I saw that. And then, yeah. you know... So and we also had our frogs on PBS, so you can go online and find oh, a YouTube about video about the frogs. Oh, we talked about that for quite a while already. Yeah. yeah. Susan Herrick and Ben Susan York Herrick. And, wow, they did a great job. I will say I love Susan Herrick, and she's a, she's a lovely person to know. But she's the only uh, frogtologist I've ever met. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Frogtologist yeah. is that a word? Well, I think it was. That's uh, what you have she, to look that what, up. Herpetologist. Yeah. Yeah. Herpetologist. Herpetologist. H e r p. Just you know, when you meet, you know, she had like a little video. But anyway, but. 
but it's great. Wyndham's a great town. I look forward to uh, helping you all out succeed and uh, keep up the good work. On all your right. We're looking forward to working with everybody. This is Susan Johnson with my co-host, Dennis O'Brien. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and thank you so much, Mayor DeVivo. Appreciate it. I want it. to thank Matt Rupar, too, for his great job. He always does a great job getting us on the air. Thanks, Matt. And thanks, Tom and Susan. And we'll have another great show next Friday. Thank you. See you.